This episode is brought to you by Geekade.com, where we create an array of podcasts, articles, and more for everyone, no matter what your geek is. And if you want to help us make even more content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash geekade. Now on with the show. Hi there! Welcome to episode 80 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. What you were just listening to comes from the first entry in what would become a beloved, if often maligned, sub-series of Mario games. The first of Mario's role-playing games on the Game Boy Advance, and one that's even gotten a recent remake on the 3DS, this game remains a classic that any Mario fan should play at least once. Watch out for exploding words, because tonight we listen to the music of Mario & Luigi Superstar Saga for the Game Boy Advance. Well, hey Matt, how you doing? I'm good, how's stuff? Oh, stuff is great. I love I was, stuff. Uh, this was this was actually fun. Um, I was just listening to the the intro of our previous episode right before we recorded because uh, mm-hmm. I was bringing up my recording program and it still had you know, last episode sitting there. And God, I just love the intro to UN Squadron so much. It is uh, such a good game, and that is a really good song. So good, so so good. If you haven't listened to it, go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you missed uh, the last episode, UN Squadron is absolutely killer. But uh, but that's not what we're here to talk about no. tonight. We're here to we're here to cover the Game Boy Advance, and which is something we don't often do. It is. Have we done a GBA game before? Um, I can say with great certainty, not since I have uh, started uh, co-hosting. Yeah, you know what? I think this might be our show's first Game Boy Advance game. I have to. I have to look that up. I. I really do. Get that fact checker. Yeah, gonna gonna bust out the old Google Sheets. I have <laughs> Haven't updated this in a little while. We do have a, a spreadsheet with all the uh, the games. Let's see, wave back episodes. Because um, nothing turns us on more than paperwork. Yeah, man, I'm an editor for a living. You ain't kidding. <laughs> yeah, this is our first Game Boy Advance game. We did play some Game Boy Advance music in the um, the Mario Kart comparison episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's the most GBA I think we've had on this show. Well, I'm glad I could be here for this. I, I'm glad you could be here for this, too. I'm glad I could be here for this. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm glad absolutely. the Earth can be here for this. Another good one, yeah. Yeah, because uh, if the Earth wasn't here, we'd be floating in space, and I don't think I could do this in zero-G. Yeah. I just wouldn't be able to concentrate. <laughs> I'd have too many other problems going on, like, where the hell's the ground? Yeah, up is which way? Yeah. Yeah. Up is down, left is right. <gasps> is B-A-B-A start? Ooh! Nailed it. Nailed it. Spot on. Got him. GBA. You got got about that? Yeah. GBA. (laughs) Uh, So I'm. Yeah. This is a. This. This was a listener request. Uh, This comes to us from listener Matt. Matt F. (laughs) Matt (laughs) F. Me for not remembering how to pronounce your last name correctly. And Uh, he's he's currently sitting there yelling. Hit the pronunciation of his name. He is, because he yeah. has told us in person, both yes. of us, in yes. person. He has before. beaten me very soundly at a video game music trivia contest, which he I knew has. was going to happen. But, he has. You know. and, uh, and you'd think that we would remember how to pronounce his name correctly. Right. I'm going to say it's Flanger, because I feel like I remember him saying something and me thinking, that reminds me of my Flanger pedal for my guitar. Boom. But I can't remember for sure if that was... I was remembering the wrong pronunciation, like 
don't pronounce it like your fives are pedal. <laughs> yeah. Or do pronounce it. <laughs> because I'm an awful human being. Oh, yeah. You're uh, a good company. Yeah. Good good times. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it's. Uh, I guess we should get to work, huh? Let's, yeah. Let's do it. Hit us with some history, Mr. Matt. Oh, man. Let's do it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I was actually looking on his uh, Facebook page to see if he had the pronunciation of his name, and he doesn't. Son of a flamger. <laughs> all right recover you want some history here's some history mario and luigi superstar saga was released in all territories in november 2003 and was the first mario rpg developed by alpha dream while paper mario worked as a sort of spin-off from super mario rpg legend of the seven stars for the super nes the Mario & Luigi series, of which this is the first game, functioned as a secondary spin-off series, continuing the RPG tradition set by Mario RPG and Paper Mario, while carving out its own path, art style, sense of humor, and fandom. In favor of traditional turn-based combat with timing elements found in other Mario RPGs, Superstar Saga had players control both brothers at the same time, giving the game a rather unique feel. But what the game is probably most well known for is its absurd and often very silly story. In the game, a magical being named Cacletta casts a spell on Princess Peach to steal her voice. After the spell is cast, Peach's words become explosive, literally. When she tries to speak, the words in her speech bubble appear as a garbled mess, fall out of the bubble, and explode. The game also introduces fan-favorite bad guy Fawful, whose ridiculous speech patterns endeared him in the minds of Mario and Luigi fans for decades to come. A quick correction, and I wrote that, so do not blame Matt for it. Um, How dare you? I, If memory serves me right, they didn't get rid of turn-based combat. Um, it was just that the, the game itself was... Uh, uh, you, you know, you'd like go into a regular menu system in Mario RPG and press a button and say, well, that's what I'm going to do. And this one, it was like the A button controls Mario or the B button controls Luigi. So like anytime you want to do something with those characters, including on the map, like as you're walking around, if you want to jump with Mario, you'd press A or you jump with Luigi, you press B. Or, it's a really neat, neat game mechanic and it, it works very well. Um, so apologize, apologies for any... Uh, Let's say less than 100% accuracy on the actual gameplay <laughs> itself. It's been a very long time since I've played it, and I don't think Matt has played it at all. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. We will get to that. The game's soundtrack was composed by Yoko Shimomura. We've referenced her work before and when talking about Street Fighter and Super Smash Brothers, and even outside of those seminal works, she has a very impressive career under her belt. She's been involved with games from the Kingdom Hearts series, Square's Mana series, as well as cult favorites like Half Minute Hero and Codename Viper. She started her career at Capcom, where she wore the uh, where she wrote the majority of the absolutely legendary Street Fighter II soundtrack, but eventually moved on to Square in 1993, reportedly for the opportunity to write more classical style music. She still works with Square occasionally today, having recently worked on Final Fantasy XV. If her career has taught us anything, it's that no matter what style she writes in, she's producing quality work. So, getting back to what we were talking about, Matt, what is your personal history with this game? Uh, Zip Zero. Awesome. Absolutely yeah. nothing. <laughs> but uh, going into this, I knew nothing about it. And, um, you know, I always have to say thank you to, for doing the research, the, the stuff I read, the history I read. Um, in reading about the, in giving the history blurb at the beginning, this actually sounds pretty interesting to me. I, I, like, um, I like the idea of, you just said, you know, the A button controls Mario, the B button controls Luigi or whichever. It's it's a very interesting concept to me, and I'm very curious how that uh, will translate to gameplay 
from a gamer's point of view. So I'm going to, I think I'm really, like, as of right now, I'm going to go home and look this up. It's, it is a very fun game. I, um, I didn't play it when it first came out. Uh, and I'm not entirely sure why I think it was a a time constraints kind of thing, but a Mm. few years later, I did wind up buying a copy of the game. Um, and I remember very specifically ordering it on Amazon and being very upset when it showed up because it was the player's choice version. And I wanted the original version. There's no difference in the game. Just the box has that yellow strip on the top says player's choice. And I was like, Mm. making me mad. You're making me so mad. Uh, I can really see and doing that and like shaking your fist at the air. I was, I was just, I was I, Grandpa yeah. Simpson yelling at a cloud. It was, I, <laughs> it was yeah. pure ridiculousness. Um, <laughs> but I did, I, I was, I've always been really tickled by this game's story, like the whole thing with the explosive words. I, I didn't really understand it until I saw it in action, and like she just starts crying, and a bunch of garbled things show up in her speech bubble, and then they just topple out of the speech bubble and explode. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh God, stop her from talking! Stop her from crying! Stop her from doing anything!" Uh, it's it's just got a really good sense of humor to it, and and I can't, I could ne- just look up Fawful. like I could never do him. Uh, even an ounce of justice, but uh, I didn't get super far into the game. And I think it really, I think a lot of it had to deal with um, uh, the Game Boy Advance that I was playing it on at the time. Maybe Uh, I'm trying to remember exactly where I was. I knew where I was. I know where I was living and I don't know why I stopped playing this game because I was really enjoying it. Um, And it's definitely something I've been meaning to go back to at some point. It's just, uh, I guess my whole thing with, um, with the, the way Nintendo would split their handheld and, and uh, console games for such a long time, uh, I guess I was always just kind of hoping I'd be able to play it on a television. And I do believe it did hit the Wii U virtual console, so maybe I can do it that way uh, someday. I, I don't know. But I am going to play this play this game to conclusion because um, it is fun, and I do remember enjoying not just its sense of humor, and it's constant just re- referring to Luigi as like Green Mario just cr- <laughs> like nobody pays Luigi in a shred of respect to nah. that game, and it's it's kind of hilarious. Um, but it was very fun, and I, I do remember enjoying the music a bit. Uh, but it's not something that was ever really on my list of things to do on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, which um, I thought it was was really nice that Matt requested this because uh, it's always fun to do these little bits where we get to step out of our outside of our comfort zone. Yes, you know. Um, typically speaking, one of us will pick a game that we're just completely in love with and then we gush, gush about it for a while. But mm-hmm. really, most of this music I had never heard before I put this uh, list together. Um, and the track list is an interesting one because uh, I tried to do an amalgamation of stuff that Matt had requested mm-hmm. and stuff that you know on my first listen through I thought was interesting. So I basically, I downloaded the soundtrack, I just put it in my headphones and I went to work and I was listening to it while I was working. And anytime a track came up that sounded interesting to me, I wrote it down. Uh, and then I eventually whittled it down to about 10 tracks. And most of that lined up with what Matt was uh, re- requesting anyway. So we wound up where we are now. Fantastic. So let us get to work. A. Eh? So the first track we're going to listen to tonight is called The Superstar Saga. I believe this is the title screen music, which uh, really there's no better way to start a game <laughs> than with the title screen. So right. let's uh, let's give it a give it a listen. Here is The Superstar Saga slash title screen from Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Enjoy.
All right, that was the Superstar Saga, or the title screen music from Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. And I, I rather liked that track. I agree. Uh, it was, um, it, it felt very like it belonged in the Mario universe, mm-hmm. um, while not being, you know, the uh, very famous, you know, Mario, Super Mario Brothers 1 music, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I th- uh, I actually like the kind of the dynamic of the way it was put together, the orchestration of it. Very like, very Mario, and then yet very like, what's the word? Dare I say it? It was very Donkey Kong esque too. Kind of in its instrumentation, there was like some um, percussive stuff in there that I, at the moment, I can't quite put what um, uh, instrument I think they were trying to emulate. Hmm. But uh, definitely a good little piece. Uh, I, I personally think it's um, it's a good way to open up a series. Or... It, it is, yeah. Um, the, here's here's a problem I ran into the soundtrack in general, uh, and I don't think I mentioned this in when we were talking about uh, Shimomura earlier, is that she also composed the music to Super Mario RPG, mm-hmm. um, which has just are such an amazing legendary soundtrack. Uh, and so a lot of times when I'm listening to songs that are in scenarios that exist in both of those games, I can't help but comparing the two of them. And like, Mm. I'm thinking of the intro music to Super Mario RPG. (laughs) And comparing it to this, and there are, there are definitely some similarities in overall tone. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think I, de- I mean, it's not even a question. I definitely prefer the uh, Mario RPG intro music, but that's also considerably more complex because it was spanning over this. Uh, it was almost like an overture, you know, it was, it was pulling yeah. all these parts from all these different songs from throughout the course of the game. And it showed this big, long intro sequence where it's introducing all the characters. Uh, and this is just more of a, a basic title screen tune. But I do say that, like, even though it starts with that kind of um, the jaunty little do 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 do, which um, which doesn't really grab me when it kind of when it kind of changed it, it's not not key, but it, it added that kind of little middle part where it started throwing in some extra interesting chord progressions. Uh, that's when the song really kind of grabbed me. And hmm. you know, besides it just being an important thing, like I usually like to throw in things like ending music and title screen music when we do these kinds of episodes. Sure. Um. I, I I just genuinely enjoyed the song enough to really throw it in there, uh, and and it was really that part in the middle that got me. Yeah, I mean it, it's a solid little piece um, for something like the Game Boy Advance as well. Yeah, I, I don't. I, that's yeah, that is a a problem. Probably the reason I haven't put any other GBA stuff on here is that uh, there's a lot of great music. There's a lot of great songs on the Game Boy Advance, but the uh, there's something about the sound in GBA that always sounds so topped out. Mm-hmm. Like everything is just kind of crunchy and most of the instruments just don't sound really clean uh, on, on Game Boy Advance games. And that's always kind of irked me. Interesting because I, um, I don't have any experience actually with the Game Boy Advance, whether it's the handheld or any emulations or anything. And uh, in listening to this song, I thought maybe perhaps you had gotten like a, you had uploaded like a, like a, a hot, version of it where it's a little crispy you know what i mean yeah and, I, and no, I was, that's that's just what the gba sounds like in general interesting okay yeah. so then so then i'm i it sounds like i'm so basically i'm listening to it from a gba yeah what we're what you're hearing okay. right now is basically exactly what it sounds like if you th- plugged some headphones into a game boy advance while playing the game 
Gotcha. All right. Which is wild. Uh, it's it's something that's always been weird to me about the Game Boy Advance, uh, and probably a reason I don't listen to more GBA soundtracks on their own, even though there are some really great compositions out there. Like, you know, Mario Kart Super Circuit has some really wacky uh, compositions. Uh, mm. Kirby's Nightmare in Dreamland was such an awesome remake of my favorite Kirby game, uh, and the remade music is all really, really nice, uh, except just that thing with the instrumentation is just, like, kind of gritty-sounding and... Uh, I don't know, rubs me the wrong way. And I'm not saying that I don't enjoy it. Uh, and this next piece is actually uh, a really good example of that because you probably know this song because uh, mm-hmm. you're a fan of Super Mario RPG, right? Yes. Yeah. So this is a version of a song that is in Mario RPG. Um, this track is called Warp Pipe. Um, and... This is the song that uh, I, I put this one in there because of the Mario RPG connection. Okay. Because I know so many people, so many people, at least my age, really know that game and don't know this game as much. Uh, and this is like such a very memorable tune from that. This is the music that plays at Mario's house in the beginning. That's <laughs> kind of like that cross between it starts off as like a an accordion style version of the map screen music from Mario 3 that doopa doop, doopa doop, mm-hmm. doop, doop. And then it kind of plays the Mario theme over that. Um, You'll recognize it when you hear it. Um, But it's just really interesting to me to hear that exact song played uh, through uh, these different kind of instruments. So uh, here is Warp Pipe from Mario & Luigi. Enjoy. was Warp Pipe, the Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, and uh, I, one of the things I wanted to do when when uh, making this uh, track list was avoid songs that are basically just songs from other games, but I've, lo- I've always loved this track so very much. Uh, I remember really liking it when I heard it coming out of the GBA, and I absolutely adored it when it was in Super Mario RPG, because... Uh, I just, I love the, I mean, much like you, Matt, I love a good mashup and taking something (laughs) as iconic as that Mario three world one map music. I mean, that music is iconic and combining it with uh, the uh, also iconic Super Mario Brothers theme. It's such a clever and, but also chill way. You know, it was, it just, it makes 
the perfect laid back music and I, I adore it. And I think this is a, this is a really cool take on it because they didn't change almost anything except for the instrumentation. Mm -hmm. Um, the uh, Super NES one, I think is more woodwind-ish. Got a little bit more of a flutish sound to uh, to a lot of it. And um, this just sounds a lot more plucky, like it's playing on more stringed instruments. Uh, and just more video game-y, chiptune-y kinds of things. Uh, if that makes, if, if the words I'm saying make any sense. What did you think of this one? Uh, you, what you're saying does make sense. I, I absolutely get it. Um, I liked it a lot. It, it is, you're not wrong. It isn't, it's like 99.9% on, uh, on track with its, um, our Mario, Super Mario RPG, uh, counterpart. I think it's really good. Uh, you're right. Everything you said is right. Like it's, it's like a nice layback take on those more familiar, uh, melodies and stuff. Um, there was something at the very, very beginning that caught me so by so, so such surprise. I think it was they threw in like a chiptune sound effect and it kind mm. of it, it was almost a little unnerving where I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but I I already forgotten about it, so it couldn't have been that bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's a very good uh, piece of music. I, again, like you said, very, very chill, very laid back. And that's something I think I could listen to, you know, for about 30 minutes, 40 minutes before I realized I'd been listening to the same thing for yeah. 30 or 40 minutes. Um, but uh, in in hearing uh, that piece, I can absolutely kind of see, you know, in my mind's eye what's supposed to be in front of me as far as the visuals mm. are concerned for the game. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our next track. Uh, and it is... Pretty much the, you can't have a good uh, good old-fashioned turn-based RPG without some good battle music. Got that right. And uh, this is the kind of music that you'll hear just about more than anything else in, in this type of game. Uh, so this is this game's battle music. So let's give it a, let's give it a go. Enjoy. Battle music. <laughs> I like the I like the bass line in that. It's funky. I like it. 
there's a lot of funk to that. It's like uh, it's like subtle funk. Yeah. Again, <laughs> I'm subtle funk. That's, they subtle used to funk. call me in high school. Uh, <laughs> That's why I said it. Hey. Uh, again, I can't stop comparing this to Mario RPG. And like, I, I don't think this song even holds a candle to the amount of battle music in Mario RPG. But again, stylistically, it is rather similar. Um, and for what it is, it's it's quite good. I've never been a huge fan of the like, you know, staccato trumpety noise that the that right. seems to like like we talked about it a little bit at the very beginning of uh the the superstar saga the there seems to be a recurring theme of like like that kind of bouncy stuff going on and that's a little bit of a turnoff to me but really every other piece of this battle music is just great so uh it's pretty easy for me to overlook that and just enjoy listening to the to the good groove that's going on there and i i the the drums are very driving but also rather subtle they're really low in the mix um and i don't know if that's a if that was an intentional thing or if it's just you know through limitations of the gba sound uh, or what but i think the whole thing is very effective um i'll agree with you i think um i'm i'm a fan of the song i'll i'll, I'll put that out there first um, but yeah, those, those trumpets, I, I don't know that I care so much about the, um, arrangement, the playing of it. I actually really didn't like, uh, the pseudo like reverb for it. They made mm. him sound way too big and it didn't, um, it was very jarring. It just kind of took away. And I think I paid more attention to that than I did kind of the whole, the music as a whole. I mean, that being said, like if it was just a subtle change and they pulled back that reverb, I don't think I would even think of it. And and it's when stuff um it's when stuff really kind of sits out of place in the mix that I really um, you know, you're you're drawn to it and you mm-hmm. for good or bad, I I was drawn to it. In this case it was in my opinion it was bad. But uh that being said, the rest of the track was good and it's good be battle music. There's a there's a nice tempo to it that kind of keeps you, you know, on your toes, so to speak. You're going to, you know, uh, you're, you're doing your, your moves or whatever, and, and you're just you're keeping it moving. Because like you said, you're going to hear this song two, three, four, five hundred times more than some of the other music in the game. You know, and at some point it becomes uh, <laughs> background, you know. So if it's obnoxious or, you know, terrible, you're, you know, you're just, just, just going to be turned off. Yeah, but it does have a very good rhythm to it, and and it's worth pointing out that in all these battles, you're very well animated, uh, like the way everyone moves around, so it really matches what's going on in the game. Thumbs up. <laughs> Two thumbs up. One from Mario and one, one th- from Luigi. So let us move on to boss battle. This is the boss battle music from the game. I know. Surprise. What? Uh, <laughs> But it's a good tune, so let's give it a listen. This is Boss Battle. Enjoy.
Okay, there you have boss battle music again from Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga by Yoko Shimomura for the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> if you needed all that clarification for absolutely no reason in the middle of a show, you've already been listening to for uh, half an hour. So uh, <laughs> good, uh, good times. Good boss battle music. Very, uh, yeah. you know, it's it's got the right level of lighthearted since it is a you know a goofball Mario and Luigi game, but it's also got very good. You know, it's just. It's like it's like a ska tune, you know. It really actually is. There's yeah. uh there's enough upbeat, up tempo. Uh, yeah, at least play on the upbeats. You got your horns. You got your your keys. Like your even the hi hat sound. It's a yeah. That hi hat's doing that. Absolutely, yeah. This is a you know, it's like Mario and Luigi via real big fish. That'd be something else. Now get get your skanking shoes on. Hey, I always got my skanking shoes on, man. Um. Big fan of this tune, actually. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah. I thought uh, it uh, it sounds like boss music for a very specific boss, not like all bosses. You know, some games, mm. uh, certain bosses have uh, very particular music. It sound this sound. This like game a- is one of those games, by the way. There are very specific boss battle musics. I think this is just oh. for. I think this is just for your regular mini boss, not like your big storyline bosses kind of a situation. Because there gotcha. are definitely individual tunes for some of the more named characters, it seems. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I definitely can. Um, I can see that though. It's it seems very uh, themed. If uh, if that makes sense, there's something about it that um, uh, has like a thematic vibe to it. Hmm. I did, didn't pick up on that, but now that you mention it, that's a. It's an interesting take. Well, I of of what are we on now? This that was our fourth track. Of of the four tracks we've listened to so far, it seemed most specialized. But I okay. mean that's I'm sure that there's a bunch of tracks that we haven't listened to chronologically that we've skipped mm-hmm. or whatever or that you've omitted just in the interest of time. I feel like though of the the three, four tracks, excuse me, three, four tracks that we've listened to, that one has something to it that is not like the others. And so to me, that fe- it, it feels a little thematic. Um, I, I'd, ha- I'd, I'd be very interested to see what, uh, what boss it plays for. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on to our next track, uh, which has a wonderful name. It's Hoo Hoo Village. <laughs> you know, I got so many jokes. Uh, yeah, I bet you do. Uh, so, so this is uh, this is a, a village in an RPG. So I think you kind of know what you're getting into here, uh, yep. and it's very it's it's quite pleasant. So let's give it a listen. Here is Hoo Hoo Village. Enjoy.
All right, that is Hoo-Hoo Village. <laughs> it's when, a party. When you when you say it that way. Hoo-Hoo. <laughs> Somebody poking you over there? What's going on? Hoo-Hoo. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh, boy. Pleasant little tune. Yeah, like it. I like that. I, I like that a lot. Um, It plays to my RPG-loving sensibilities when you get into a village or a town, mm-hmm. and there's that kind of... um. You know, playful, no danger, you're safe music, you know? Yeah, the the plucking, the string plucking really adds a lot to that kind of overall sensation. Like, just, just the right little twinge of getting ready for adventure kind of a thing. This isn't, like, um completely laid back, like, you know, Link to the Past Kakariko Village or anything like that. <laughs> it's like, yeah. this is kind of a little bit more... I mean, I'm even thinking about like the 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 castle town in the beginning of Mario RPG. It's it's more regal sounding, uh, whereas this is kind of um, it does kind of feel like a getting ready for adventure kind of a song. Yes, actually, I can totally see that. There's um, there's a spirit of the song that feels very like uh, we're gonna go on an adventure and it's gonna be great and we're gonna do this and it's gonna you know we're gonna triumph and like let's get going, guys. You know, yeah, that's, that's... let's get going, Luigi. <laughs> Green Mario? <laughs> yeah, let's go Green Mario. Oh, what's his face? Yeah. That's definitely a joke I remember from this game is, like, nobody can remember Luigi's name. Green Mario brother guy. It's good times. <laughs> I like that, though. Yeah, it's, it's, this is a very funny game. I really, this is really making me want to go back and play it again. You talking about the level of humor in it, it's, like, right up my alley. This, yeah. Like, the... And I did... I did mention that um, the series is often maligned, but we're saying a lot of good things uh, because this series started off like pretty stellar and the games that followed it seem to have all very good premises, but I I feel like I hear a lot of people complain that they just don't think they're very good. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the second one was Partners in Time where, you know, Mario and Luigi team up with Baby Mario and Baby Luigi. Oh, that's Uh, weird. It's very weird, hence the partners in time thing. Uh, really okay. one of the few instances where I will allow Baby Mario and Baby Luigi to exist, because I hate them in Mario Kart. Uh, and really, in general, <laughs> I just think those baby characters are awful. Uh, but then, like, it was a Bowser's Inside Story, where most of the game takes place inside Bowser. <laughs> what? And it, it's, which is ridiculous. Then you had, like, Dream Team, where the game takes place in Luigi's Dreams. Uh, okay. And the premises are hysterical. I mean, like, the things you do in Dream Team where you get to be, like, a, you know, control a giant Luigi that's, like, super awesome because it's in Luigi's dreams, you know? Like, of course. There's all this really, really clever stuff, and it always breaks my heart to see the reviews be like, yeah, but it's just not all that good. Uh, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam, which was a crossover between Mario and Luigi and Paper Mario. So it's, like, Mario, Luigi, and Paper Mario in the same game. So, like, this paper version of Mario is walking around in not paper world, which is really weird. Again, great ideas. And again, I, I've, I've, I've come to understand that the writing is pretty solid throughout all of them, but the actual huh. games themselves just haven't been up to par. Uh, yeah, this, I mean, I'll confess, there's a lot of uh, Mario uh, games that I've ignored, missed, uh, completely bypassed, whatever. Some of those the, 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 those sound pretty good. I, I really think I'm going to have to um, A, find the time, and B, find the games and play them. It, that sounds yeah. pretty pretty nifty. They are very interesting. Um, I do know that this one, did, like I said, this one got remastered for the 3DS. Uh, I don't know 100% if it 
you know, if it translates 100% well. Like, I right. think it does, but I could be wrong. There could be one of those, like, this is one of those Majora's Mask 3D situations where it's still a great game, but the original one did certain things better. So, mm. I don't know. But let us continue down this uh, wonderful train and head off to Hoo Hoo Mountain. <laughs> uh, I picked this one specifically because I thought you would find it interesting. Okay. Um. So uh, this uh, this one's got your name written all over it there, Matt. Oh, boy. Let's see if I'm wrong. Uh, my mom's going to be really upset when she finds out that I had to change my name from Matthew to Hoo Hoo. Well, you know, you do what you got to do. True story. It's going to be a fun day at the DMV. Here is <laughs> Hoo Hoo Mountain. Enjoy. There you have uh, Hoo Hoo Mountain. And first, that song just tickled me for, for whatever reason. It was, uh, I feel like when I do these kinds of things, it's very much, um, I, I tend to gravitate towards happy-go-lucky music. It's just my, it's just my style. Um, and this one, number one, just for some reason said Matt to me. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and, and in the other realm, I just, I just think it's an interesting tune. Um, it's a, it's it's part background music but at the same time it's it's very uh 
it's just kind of a little more complex than it seems uh, on the surface. You know, you got the big timpani going on and some very like kind of Eastern sounding stuff going on in the background mm-hmm. and not really knowing what this area looks like. Uh, you know, I don't know if we're talking about, you know, hot with lava mountain everywhere or just like, you know, cold mountains or what I really don't know. Uh, I just thought it was an interesting piece. I'll agree with you actually about what's, what does this area look like? And when you said hot with, you know, lava, I, I said, that makes a lot of sense. Of course, I'm definitely not familiar, so I don't even know. Um, <laughs> you're not wrong when you say like Matt, cause I love a good, <laughs> I love a good dark piece. Like, so that's our personality types really. Like when I listen to music, I like darker stuff and, but you know, there's, there's room for happy go lucky. I'm a huge Beatles fan. Um, but I definitely gravitate towards the darker stuff. And uh, <laughs> I, I said this, you guys didn't hear it. Uh, but as soon as I heard the first four notes, I said, yep, yeah. that's me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but, but that being said, yeah, timpani's great. Um, it took me a couple of, of uh, passes of the main melody and kind of like, I guess, a couple bars to recognize that there was definitely a, a darker timpani under it. So it gave it a little mm-hmm. more like oomph, I guess, a little more balls, dum, perhaps. Dum, 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 yeah, dum, yeah, dum, dum, yeah. And, and it and it really, really grabs me by mine. So um, definitely a great piece. And I almost hope that that song appears somewhere else in the game for a big boss fight, because that could, if you ask me, that's a good big bad boss, maybe final boss, you know, first version or or third phase, you know, of the final boss uh, music. I think that fit very well somewhere. You know, um, because it has all the earmarks of of final boss music. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good point. I didn't really think of that. Yeah. Um, so that being said, though, like uh, I'm I almost now now I just had this thought that self-doubt just popped in my head and I go, this song is so good. Why would they just put it on the mountains? Is something else going on? Like now I'm really curious. You know, you make you in my opinion, you make this this great piece of music that's very um i don't i don't want to say it's not very dynamic because it it pretty much does the same thing over and over again Mm -hmm. but but in my opinion you make this great piece of music and for all i personally know it's just background music for a level as you traverse it or whatever you know i again never played the game sight unseen so just just a observation fair enough yeah. And and observe and, and observe you have. <laughs> yeah, with both my eyes and both my ears. At the same time. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, let's move on to the next track. We're a little we're about halfway done. Yep. Uh this next one is called Prince Peasley's theme. Uh and Prince Peasley, if I remember correctly, is the type of character that's he's like the hero that's not actually the hero. Like he thinks he's the hero, so like he uh, shows up, he does heroy things, and he disappears, and you don't get to see what he's doing until like he shows up again. Like, yes, I've been doing my own adventure, trying to save the day and break the curse of the princess by doing this, that, and the other thing, and now I'm off to go be heroic elsewhere. Um, he is an amusing type character, and I like his music quite a bit. So here is Prince Peasley's theme. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. 
So, Prince Peasley's theme. I really liked listening to your, uh, when the, the tempo picked up. I liked hearing you go, oh. <laughs> that's, and that's exactly how I felt, because it was a good piece in the beginning. I thought, oh, okay, you know, another um, another hero's piece. You you kind of prefaced it with he's another hero, mm-hmm. you know, on his own journey attempting to, uh, uh, you know, fix the problem. So I, I said, oh, okay, you know, here's here's another hero's piece. And it's good. It's triumphant, heroic, blah, 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 blah. And then the tempo picked up, and that kind of it caught, it caught me off guard. And I said, "Ooh, okay." And I, I, I did say out loud, "Ooh," um, and that was a very uh, good surprise to hear it pick up and kind of go like, "Oh, all right." It almost feels like um, perhaps you're on the journey with him, where you know you, you're getting all your gear together, and and then you get on the horse, and then you get up and go, and now all of a sudden now you're you know galloping through the countryside or whatever, and and it just it feels. You know, I think of the Game Boy Advance, I think of something small. You know, now we have phones that are probably as big as the Game Boy Advance. The screen was tiny, so on and so forth. But I I, I think when I hear this track, and, and especially the one ba- uh, before it, uh, the Mountains track, uh, they feel very big for such a small uh, device, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm I'm thoroughly impressed by the last two tracks for that. I'm certainly not hearing what I heard in the first track, which is that kind of crunchiness on top, which is great because I think that would detract me from so I, I would be a little annoyed like why can't these recordings be cleaner why do they have to be so crispy or whatever but uh i, I i'm very impressed by that last track last two really but that track was uh, very good yeah i'm i'm also a very big fan of it it's it's definitely got that uh her- heroic let's head out to adventure you know kind of a kind of sound to it and yeah which I believe, if I if I'm remembering correctly, is very much this character's personality, uh, and I just I just think it's a it's a really nice, a catchy little tune. I like it quite a bit. I, I couldn't agree more, really. So let's take a trip, Matt. Let's yes, head sir. on over to the Bean Bean Fields. <laughs> <laughs> what is the deal with the repetition? Hoo hoo, Bean Bean. I do think that is very much a a thing in this game, like very much a theme for the way things are named in this game. Okay. Uh, So I seem to remember this song, which, uh, again, the way this track list is playing is kind of like in order of how it showed up in the the track listing that I downloaded. Mm -hmm. So I'm a little weirded out by how late this is in the track listing, but... Uh, what do I know? Uh, really not much. All I know is that I think this is a pretty decent song, so let's give it a listen. This is Bean Bean Fields. Enjoy. Thank you. 
And there you have the Bean Bean Fields. Um, really uh, very <laughs> typical adventure uh, you know, traveling through the green grassy fields RPG type music. Um, but at the same time, I kind of mean that in the best possible way. It's a, it's such a delightful tune. You know, it's got the, the very, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, the, the flute sound is very like organic, you know, it's, it's got a very, uh, it doesn't sound like a, a metal flute or anything like high quality. It sounds very natural. Uh, it's, Got just three like little um the, the vibraphone I guess the the like not really a xylophone with like the bigger like marimbas one. marimbas almost yeah going on in the background uh, but not in like a, a beachy kind of way it's just a very very delightful tune and uh, I I really really enjoy this piece uh, I will definitely agree with you um, all too often songs of this nature that you know cover traveling through the fields and all that stuff they. They get very um, monotonous, very repetitive. Uh, you heard one, you heard them all. This is a good one, though. Is, um, those those flutes were very surprising. And, and actually, when it comes to the actual timbre of that flute, I was very impressed. You were saying that it sounds organic. It actually, to me, it sounded like they actually really had like a, a, a flautist, uh, hmm. the word playing. It sounded very, very good. Yeah. Um, uh, a, a nice, a nice, like, polite sweet little track i suppose as is really uh all i can really say about it well yeah i guess i don't really have a whole lot more to say it, about it either yeah it's uh, it's, it's, cool. it's a fairly straightforward piece of music it's not much, yeah you, you, anything more than i think what we said and we're over analyzing it yeah but a very delightful one oh uh, yeah, yeah overall yeah uh and a, and a relatively memorable track from this game so uh all right so here we are we're in the last three tracks that i have available to for us to chat with tonight and uh, there was a bunch of boss-ish type music to pick from, and uh, I wound up just kind of picking the ones that stuck with me the most. So this one is called Popple Battle. This is one of those boss tunes that seems to be uh, directed for one or two very specific battles, uh, and I think it's a pretty cool one. So let's give it a listen. This is Popple Battle. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Okay, there's Popple Battle. Uh, and again, having kind of a skyish tune to it, which I didn't even really think of when I first uh, uh, threw this one on the list. But I don't know. I really like this one. I like I like how bouncy it is. I like how sinister it sounds. You know, it's got this this really kind of undertone of sinister sinisterness, sinistrosity to it uh, <laughs> that I think uh, really kind of pulls it together as, as being a more special individual boss battle. I don't know. What did you, what did you think? Uh, I was actually really upset that it ended. <laughs> I was really digging that a lot. Um, yeah. I'll agree with you. I, everything you said about it, the, the bounce was great. There's a ska element to it. Um, mm. Not necessarily a guitar driven ska, but there's definitely like the ska uh, tempo. It's a very, yeah. very up tempo beat. Um yeah, it's a, that's a lot. Of, that's a fun, fun track. I, I'm hell. That might be like my second, if not my first, favorite track so far. That's a, it. Is a good one. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, and definitely. A lot, a lot. There was a lot of good stuff to pick from when, uh, when putting piecing this together. So I might have to go and just listen to the to the whole soundtrack. Uh, you know, just you know, I'd say it's worth it. Um, I do. Also, I have to point out that there were uh, a couple of great. It got kind of remakes of classic Mario tunes. Like I said, I wanted to try to stick to original compositions for this, mm-hmm. but some of the stuff that they did of like older Mario tunes, I really enjoyed. Uh, my favorite, of course, being that warp pipe song we listened to earlier, but there mm-hmm. are some other really good ones in there too. Uh, so, so definitely worth, worth tracking down and listening to. Yeah. Uh, but let us keep this going and yes. let us move on to Bowser's castle. Cause apparently that's something that happens in this game. I know big <laughs> shocker. Uh, you wind up in Bowser's Castle at some point, but uh, as we know about Mario RPGs, that does tend to go uh, not not go in the traditional sense. You know, you start Mario RPG in Bowser's Castle. So, um, and in doing direct comparisons one game to the other, one of the reasons I picked this one is that uh, unlike most of the other ones, this one I think is a vastly superior Bowser's Castle tune to the one that was in Super Mario RPG. So uh, ah. let's go to listen. Here is Bowser's Castle from Mario Luigi Superstar Saga.
right, that is Bowser's Castle, and uh, I just love how it's got such a weird time signature. Like, it's, uh, you think it's, at first it seems like it's going to be this very dour and relatively boring song, but as soon as the drums kick in, you're just like, what? what is this, in 7-8? In what, what is this? This is, <laughs> this is very kind of unsettling. It, it, it puts you off balance, um, and, and I love it when, when video game songs do that in areas of danger. Uh, I, th- I think this is a great, great tune. I really like so much about it. Uh, I'm going to agree 110% with you. This was a very good one. Now I, I officially think I have my top three, and it's gonna it's tough to pick uh, which one's top one, but this uh, very, very good. I love the instrumentation of it, um, the orchestration of it, the, everything about it. It's just a great track. Mm-hmm. It's got these kind of like light hints of um, like Mario 3 Bowser uh, music. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's because there was that that kind of um, I don't even really know how to describe it, but there was this very like drum heavy, almost tropical feel, um, but like tropical like evil volcano kind of feel to it and this doesn't actually call back to any specific notes or or even you know pieces of that music but it kind of takes that feel and gives it more of a um a a little bit less of a you're in a boss battle kind of sound you know it it Mm -hmm. takes away a little bit of the intensity um it takes a little bit away of the more obvious intensity without losing any actual intensity. Like there's still a, a very good sense of dread, a very good sense of like where you're, where you are uh, in the game, as far as like your environment and what kind of danger you're in. Um, I, I just think it's brilliant. I was really impressed with this one. You know what? It reminds me a bit of uh, Mario three, the airship levels. Okay, yeah, it definitely seems to it, it seems to pull a little bit from that. Just even thinking of the instrumentation, like even though it's NES to to, to GBA, they're mm-hmm. still very very timpani heavy. You know, like the because mm-hmm. those are like bum 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 bum, and those are much more simplistic songs. But it does seem to take a little bit of that uh, over like the soul of those pieces to to put into here. That's yeah, a, that's, a, that's a good pick. Yeah, it's it's enough. It's enough of um, I guess maybe the word is reminiscent. It's uh, yeah, akin, yeah, that, that works. perhaps. Um, definitely just a, a great, great piece of music. Uh, I, that's something I can totally see myself listening to, uh, easily a handful more times. And, um, (laughs) you know, for lack of a better term, just really like rocking out to it. Like it's, yeah, it's a good piece. It's a really good piece. It is very, like, aside from being very effective at what it does, it's also just really enjoyable. Yeah. Just detached of its, of its purpose of being in this game. It's yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, we're off to our final track, or at least the final track that we'll be listening to uh, tonight uh, without before sending on your way, and it is Bowletta Battle. Uh, it was between this and the final Cacletta uh, battle thing, and I don't know, man. Uh, for, I, I was going back and forth between the two of them, and I just thought this was a little bit more of an interesting song. I'm assuming this is you know headed straight as a... Um, uh, what the heck? Um, 
like 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 this is just for a very specific boss battle. Like I don't mm-hmm. know what a Bowletta is, but uh, I'm sure <laughs> it is some sort of cross between Bowser and Cackletta. I don't know. Maybe Bowser possessed by Cackletta. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, but either way, I, I just found this to be a very good uh, a very good you know towards the end of the game boss tune and thought it was worth listening to. So let's do exactly that. Bowletta battle Mario and Luigi. Enjoy. nice dangerous sounding uh boss battle music uh yeah yeah definitely <laughs> yeah this, it's it's this one is far more uh, dangerous sounding than the other like almost playful but still dangerous sounding ska ska inspired ones that we've listened to before this one's very much like no you're in trouble <laughs> yeah this definitely has a uh a doom you know um ominous tone to it yeah very, ominous is a good word for it very driving um yeah, very driving. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it a lot. This this is tough now. Uh, <laughs> I liked it so much that it's it's a contender for top three. But I I think ultimately it's four, but literally by like a hair. Hmm. It's good. That's good. I it, it is good that it's good. We're all good. <laughs> we're all fine here. How are you? I'm good. Boring conversation. Anyway, look, we're gonna have company. Uh, <laughs> So uh, that's uh, that's that's it. That's what we have for tonight for Mario and Luigi. That was a uh, that was pretty fun, huh? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, a, a really what we did listen to, I really enjoyed uh, from a game I'm I'm no FaceTime with. Uh, it it has excited me to look into the game and and see if I can get my my hands on a playable version. Mm-hmm. If if not, just to experience some of the music uh, in context as well as. This kind of uh, campy humor that I'm I'm hearing so much about. I think it's really funny 
when Luigi really gets no respect, and it <laughs> sounds like he gets none. So <laughs> I'm I'm in. Yeah, I I'm I definitely have to. This has inspired me to want to pick this game up again. You know, throw it on that giant garbage can fire of, of <laughs> list of titles that I have to burn through. Like before, I mean, geez, there was a Nintendo Direct earlier about Super Mario Maker Two that comes yep. out like next month, and I am over the moon excited for it. Mm-hmm. Like, because I was never all that great at creating the levels to begin with, but there's like a hundred built for built by Nintendo to begin with. So like. Jeez, this game is going to blow my mind. I'm so excited for it. So, you know, Mario and Luigi, let's just throw that on the list. Why not? Yeah. I'll get to it eventually. Um, <laughs> Please. So, Matt, thank you very much. Not you, Matt. Other Matt. Uh, thank you for suggesting this game. I, we had a lot of fun listening to it, and uh, we appreciate it. And if you have suggestions, listeners at home, uh, throw them our way, because we're always open to suggestions. Uh, but outside of that... That's going to be our show. Join us next time as we travel back to Angel Land for Pitt's often overlooked sequel, Kid Icarus of Myths and Monsters for the Game Boy, a personal favorite of mine, mm-hmm. uh, and one that nobody knows who composed the music for. Mm. It's a ding-dang mystery. <laughs> As always, we would love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories of the video games we discussed here today, and you can be sure to do so on the Waveback Forum page on Facebook. Just search for Waveback on Facebook. You'll find out more information on our next games, as well as a nice, convenient place to talk about them. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at and while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. What we're going to leave you with tonight is the ending theme, and it is uh, it is an ending theme, if there ever was one. It's, uh, it is kind of exactly what you expect, and it is every bit as pleasant as you want it to be. Uh, so once again, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, Matt, for joining me. Thank you, other Matt, for suggesting the game. And uh, we're going to leave you with this wonderful theme, and hope that you enjoy your night as much as we have. Thanks for listening. <laughs>